Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, December 2nd, 2022. Today on the Ether, part one of a two part Cosmos Spaces NFT panel hosted by Lil Gaines with Space Skellies, Women from Cosmos, Victoria's Secret, Shot CC, and more. Let's take a listen. While we wait for the room to fill up a little bit more, um, I will just remind guests that we will take questions. Later on, when the uh, space is like, you know, almost done, just because we got a lot to cover. So please uh, be respectful and uh, don't send me like a million requests to speak, okay? All right, B-Bands, I got my headset on. How's the audio? You sound perfect, babe. Nice. All right. Um, B-Bands, do you want to... Um, do you want to share your questions again in that chat that me and you are in? Just so I don't scroll through our messages. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I can do that for you. Hold on. Okay. And then I'll share my questions in there too. <clears throat> so I don't get lost. Awesome. Let's go Women from Cosmos. Um, I'm sure we have Maria behind the Women from Cosmos profile, right? Yay. I wasn't sure about if uh, joining with this account with, with my personal one. But yeah, you know, at the end, I'm the same person. Yeah, yeah. How's your day going? Actually, pretty fast. To be honest, I just came uh, from Joe's space. So it's like jumping from one space to another. <laughs> it's like a relay race. You just got to yeah. keep going, babe. It is, it is. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's yeah. like I'm I'm following gang's, you know, attitude. Like every time I come to Twitter, I'm seeing him in one space. So I'm following your lead. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, sometimes, sometimes like I fall asleep during a space. So I hope you're not like literally following me on every space. It's <laughs> I think the last space I was in was with Tank, right? And I fell asleep during that one. Like for real. I'm glad I did though. <laughs> right? I'd be like Tank. I love you, but you be talking, bro. Oh no, Seriously. no, it wasn't. You be talking. It wasn't because of that. <laughs> it wasn't because of that. It was just because I was super tired. Like it was time for me to go to bed. So I just played the space, listening, and it just dozed off, and boom. Okay, if that's what you want to say. <laughs> Is that where's Victoria? Someone wake her up. Maybe she's asleep too, but she's supposed to be in the space. Uh, she said that she's having problems, I think, with, with her connection. What? Okay. Um, should we give her a few minutes, you think? Oh, she's right here. She popped in. Hey, Cece. How you doing? Hey, not too bad. How is everyone? I'm sorry. I'm still a little bit sick, but oh um, hopefully it's not coming through too strong. What a lovely voice, no, Cece. No, you sound perfect. 
Oh, thank you. Um, I've got a New Zealand accent. <laughs> New Zealand, huh? Okay. That's awesome. So we got Cece from New Zealand. We got Maria from Spain. We got Victoria from... Victoria? You there? Victoria? Um, she just rugged. Yeah, <laughs> Poor thing. She does say she's having problems with um, Twitter spaces. Hey, if you try to hop down and, and hop back on, we'll let you in as a speaker. Sometimes that helps uh, suss out the situation with not being able to hear everybody. Hmm. Also, if you have an iPhone, it just rugs, rugs, rugs until you do the latest um, update. And then it's completely fine. I didn't know that was a thing. And I was like, my stupid phone, I'm going to need to upgrade. And then sure enough, as soon as I just actually did the update, it works perfectly. My gosh, I actually added Amir up here as a speaker. I thought he was Victoria. Because Victoria has like the same, like the similar like NFT, PFT. Oh my gosh. That's a club. I'm sorry. Amir was probably like, okay, I'll come up here. Whatever. Okay, one second. One second. You know, something so interesting happened. I just got back from my local dispensary and I was talking to the my bud tender and he was like, oh, um, talking to me about NFTs and about crypto. And he had to take a little break from crypto because of, you know, I just thought it was extremely interesting that I had a really engaging conversation with um, my bud tender at the dispensary today. Crypto's making moves. Well, thanks for joining us in this um, creator space. So, Bibans, you want to kind of just introduce yourself and just tell the audience what you do? Um, hi, my name is B Bands. I am on Team Space Skellies. Um, I kind of am in charge of uh, handling the Twitter spaces for Space Skellies. I um, make sure that we have our weekly uh, news show and market update uh, for the Space Skellies team. And um, I love all things Web3. I love uh, DJing. I love NFTs and I love community. So that's why I'm here. Uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> literally, literally, B Vance. And you, you work so hard. And it's not exaggeration. <laughs> so, and you bring so much to the table. You know, you don't just talk about NFTs, you talk about everything. You talk about uh, different, um, you know, ways to get involved in, in crypto. You, you talk about everything. It's not just about NFTs. So, I really appreciate you. I appreciate you, Gaines. I, I thank you for making the time for us to um the spaces so that we can learn from all these other projects. So and and, thank and you. honestly, uh, bands like I feel pretty pretty honored that I'm hosting a space for y'all because um I think this is like it's not very common that I host a space full of awesome women that are creators that work hard in this space. So it's a pleasure to host a space. Maria, you're next. Oh, okay, here. Now, now I was having problems, you see, Victoria. <laughs> 
Well, I am Maria. Uh, I am the founder and creator behind Women from Cosmos. I'm a Spanish illustrator. Um, yeah, I've been here almost 44-7 as well, having fun, learning about different projects. I love, you know, to to celebrate and I'm all in to, you know, share and celebrate strong and empowered women here because we really need to raise that percentage of women involved in the space. So that's what I'm 100% into it. And Maria, um, beyond NFTs, are you also like a degen like like B bands over here, or do you just mainly focus on NFTs? <laughs> uh, well, I also because uh, my fiance uh, works like fully into crypto, so you know, is. Every day, all time, like NFTs, uh, tokens, uh, new projects. So yeah, it's a mess here. <laughs> and and Maria, just really quick, so the audience knows, how many how many collections total have you launched since you since you started in um, in crypto? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that sounds bad. If I really don't know the total amount, <laughs> like. I started uh, as a one-on-one artist uh, by myself in Ethereum. There I have like three collections. Then I have one in Tesos. Then I created Women from Cosmos, which the main collection, like the OG, uh, it was split in three different collections, like Women from Cosmos, Genesis. I was the Genesis creator uh, when Stargaze launched. A Woman from Cosmos Part 2, Woman from Cosmos Part 3, super original, I know. And then we have uh, Woman from Cosmos Hunters, Melting Woman, and a lot <laughs> much more is coming. Like you can see, I'm working nonstop. I love this project, like seriously, a lot of passion about it. So, yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And um, what was I going to say? Are you planning on launching a, a collection on a different platform? Because mainly you stay with uh, Stargate, right? Are you looking yeah. at other platforms? Actually, yes. I was thinking about to launch uh, like a bigger collection in Tori. Uh, I'm still thinking about it because lately it's like I have a mixed feeling. Um, anyway, I'm going to, as I have seen, as I've been doing like since the beginning with my community, I always, you know, ask them for feedback because at the end, this project is built uh, by everyone, or at least I want to believe that. So, yes, we are in talks like I want to hear from my community to see what they thinking about it. And maybe I'm launching in different platform. Let's see. Awesome. Thank you, Maria. We'll go to uh, CC next. How you doing, CC? Hey, pretty, pretty good. Um, the sun just came out and it's been gloomy all day, so I'm pretty happy right now. Um, but I am Cece. I'm co-founder of Flight Force 4, and we'll be building a play and earn, rent and earn first-person shooter game. Now, the game itself is high-quality high quality space-themed shooter, and it's built in Unreal Engine 5. You can check out our pinned tweet if you just want to see the latest updates. It's looking really cool, and I've even seen another update today. So we're building really quickly. We're going to try have the beta out before the end of this year. Um, and we're going cross-chain. So if people don't know, we've already launched two of our first collections on ETH, and now we're coming to Stargaze. So I am blessed to be invited to this awesome space with you all. Man, that sounds awesome. Like I, <clears throat> I haven't um, gotten into any like Ethereum NFTs, so... Maybe later, if we get time, we'll talk a little bit about that and how 
your uh, move from Ethereum to Stargaze has been. Cool. And we can teach you, Gaines, how to make set up a MetaMask wallet. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Oh, my. I have a MetaMask wallet. I'm not a pleb. Jesus. <laughs> I just like Well, let me introduce myself. Um, so for those that don't know me, I'm sure a lot of you guys are probably already sick of me. I'm Little Gaines. I'm uh, the co- one of the co-founders of Cosmos Spaces. We're a team that uh, really just focuses on creating this like awesome environment to come and learn about different things inside the cosmos ecosystem so obviously today we're going to learn about nfts and the creators behind these nft projects but we also talk about you know DeFi protocols and so on we also validate across uh, many chains in the cosmos ecosystem i'm not going to list all of them right now but our main biggest ones um, juno osmosis evmos and um, our atom validator is in the inactive set for now but actually, we're supposed to find out very soon here shortly if we qualified for the ICF Foundation delegation. So pretty, pretty exciting times. And yeah, thank you, everybody, for coming on to this, uh, this space. Um, Bands, would you like to go first with the questions that we got for our panel? Or would you like me to go first? I, I don't mind. Sorry, B-Bands might be having connection issues. Oh, I'm been... sorry. Um, I, yeah. I was for a second. and Actually, my connection issues was my husband was talking to me. And <laughs> that messed up my connection because I couldn't hear what you guys were saying because he talks really loud. I love him so, though. Okay, what was that, sir? Would, would you like to go first with your questions that we, uh, that we have for the uh No, guests? let's save them for the end. I think those are better for the end. All right. So I think one, one thing I would love to ask uh, these amazing ladies up here would be like, we're, we're obviously in a bear market and as CC calls it a builder's market, right? So how are you keeping your community engaged? Um, I'm finding it, I'm finding it like that some projects are struggling to keep their communities engaged. So what is it that you, you guys are doing to um, just keep them like happy and keep them like motivated to, to stick, on, stick with the project? And we'll we'll go with either CC or Maria, whoever wants to go first. CC. I think we always do this. We're all too polite. <laughs> um, so for us to keep our community engaged, at the moment we are constantly dropping new content. So um, we've got snippets of the game. We've got snippets of the artwork. We've got our 3D characters and models. And then another huge focus is um building with other communities so we're doing events and games with other communities because we want this to <laughs> the whole thing is everyone's here building together and we want that collaboration with all sorts of different communities so even this whole morning I spent today trying to organize a poker tournament with I think like eight to ten other projects and it's so awesome that we can do that so it's keeping everybody engaged by holding events and then for us obviously dropping content but yeah, it is difficult at the moment. <laughs> that's for sure. Maria, you there? Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I will say the same. Like, I'm constantly dropping new content. Uh, I'm doing a lot of different collabs with other projects. And I agree as well that it is a great way to, you know, make the space uh, grow to collab with other projects, you know, because at the end it's 
you know, we're helping each other and so on. Um, constantly, um, you know, like uh, dropping also like little art drops uh, for collectors and holders as a way of, you know, like thank you stamps or, you know, thank you gifts for them. I'm just keeping connecting every day because, you know, at the end uh, we're like a little family there. We're always seeing each other in different discourse. Um, yeah, it's like uh, spending the time together and keep them always informed. I'm on top of all the updates. At least is what I love to do. What I was saying before, like every decision or every new movement that the entire project, you know, uh, is going to. I'm always asking for my community for feedback. I'm always sharing uh, to holders sneak peeks first. Um, every Bans, how about you, Bans? I know you. I know you're my co-host, right? And um, but you know you're you're in the NFT space too, and you're grinding out here. So, how is it that you guys are you know keeping the community engaged, keeping them happy and motivated with the space skellies? You know, to, to be honest, um, EJ's drive is incredible. Like he just keeps going and coming up with ideas and ways to keep the community going. Um, but I feel like what really is um, what is part of it, and it might be a small part, but I feel like the consistency of at least um, making sure that we're in a space is once a week. And I know that sounds um, not that you know important, but in this um, time where everything is so unsure and there's so many things happening that um, having a consistent time where you get information and you know it's just a small like i feel like that's our little give to the community like we want to give you guys information we want to be here for the community like consistently at the same time all the time and i know it sounds silly but i like going like on the ethereum projects and knowing like they have their little po show uh poe he has an nft morning show he has it every day at the same time and it's like a safe space and just because you can get information and you can have a laugh. But that's that's essentially what I think. I think the main part is EJ with a nonstop drive of coming up with new ideas and making sure that the, con the community knows how much they're cared for and how much their um, opinion is valued. And then also making sure that we're consistently there for the community, um, providing content and information. B-Bands, is EJ li listening to the space right now? Probably not. Probably not. Well, just in case he is, EJ, my God, B-Bands works, works so hard for Space Skellies. She does a fucking amazing job. So you're in good hands. And since I've been hanging around with you a lot, B-Bands, I would agree that <clears throat> Space Skellies does a really good job at keeping their community like active and keeping their community just um, uh, you know, motivated to keep up with the project. They have a lot of fun. Like that one time that we had that uh, Discord battle thing. What, what, do you, what do you call it? What are you talking about? The games? The Skirb games? No, 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 no. Where you guys like go into different Discords and battle. Oh, the um, Rumble. The Rumbles. The Rumbles. Like, uh, yeah, CC was there too. And so, but yeah, they go into different Discords. We'll have like, it's almost like a, a bar crawl. We go into different Discords. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, we do a rumble crawl kind of like get to know what's going on and sometimes that helps you know bring awareness of projects that somebody might be interested in you know those little things right there matter a lot because yeah like you said you get to know other projects 
and the community is actually physically like having to do work. <laughs> They're having to like click around and go to this, go to this Discord. Okay, now we're going to this one next. And on top of that, like you, you can earn prizes. So it's, it's fun. It's, it's games. So like, uh, you know, so I, you know, you know how I am. I love games. So like we had, I, I had the opportunity of hiding some items in a metaverse so that people could come in and find it. And if you found the item, you could get an award. Like I like things like that because it's engaging and who doesn't like a good game? You know what I mean? Exactly. And speaking about rewards and whatnot, if you go up to the pinned message here in the nest, um, we have a poll. And if you participate in that poll and then just, just leave a comment, it doesn't matter what it is. You can even leave an emoji. We'll put you into a, a drawing for an NFT. And I'm thinking about picking out maybe a space skelly, uh, maybe, maybe even just, just uh, throw it in the comments, what NFT you would like to win. But please, I mean, obviously don't, don't put a, don't put a women from Cosmos at NFT because those those are expensive. I can't afford one of those for a giveaway. Maria, your your NFTs are pretty pricey there. Keep it like that, babe. Keep it like that. Yes. Quality yes. work, quality and, prices. And that's <laughs> just because she puts in a lot of time to her work, right? So the community decides like what would be the the the, the price on them if they want to sell them in the secondary market. What about Absolutely. You? I cannot <laughs> I cannot complete, complain about the floor prices, I have to say. Um neither about my community because they are really loyal. Um I don't know. Like they, they really love their pieces, eh? Like no one wants to sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a loyal, loyal community and you got some diamond hands over there, some straight up diamond hands. So that's awesome to see, Maria. Um uh B bands, what, what NFT should we give away? I mean, I, I picked maybe a space skelly, but uh, I mean, I have some. I have a space skelly that I can give away, and I mean, oh, we got a DM. Uh, traders said that they would give a a trader. They they would add it to the prize prize pool. So that's cool. Thank you, so we, traders. Thank you. So we got a traders. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, and also just leave it. Leave a little comment uh, when you complete that poll. And uh, maybe we'll consider picking a few. I was just thinking oh, about maybe wait. just two. What? You know what? Um, I forgot. Um, real quick, there we have a secret Santa running for Space Skellies. So if you would like somebody to get a free NFT, all you have to do is like hop in our Discord, say who you want to nominate to get a free NFT, and we will send them. Um, we have a special Christmas NFT drop. So uh, please, you know, this is just to bring people. Uh, it's a small collection, and it's just to bring um, joy to people. And in, in, you know, it's Christmas, so we want to say, uh, hey. Oh, and Cece, you were talking about a whitelist, right? For your collection that's coming out on Stargaze. Ah, no, sorry. We can't actually do whitelists. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so our premier collection, the OGs, they're the only ones who get um, whitelists for all of our future collections. It's something that we outlined right in the beginning, and we're mm, going to stick okay. to our word on that. So you have to hold an OG to be whitelisted for any collection going forward. Thank you, Cece, because I got mine. <laughs> Um, but yeah. well, I will put forward a Helios Defender NFT, which is our current collection that's minting on ETH right now. So you can throw that in there. Cool, cool. Sounds good. If you don't mind later on, just maybe pinning one of those up to the top so people can, can see what they look like. <clears throat> or maybe you already did. Let me check the pin. I don't think so. Nope. 
Cool. Anyway, guys, let's get on to the to the questions because we've got a ton of questions here. So <clears throat> what drives you to create art? Where does the inspiration come from? CC, you want to go first? You're like picking on me. Um, Sorry. <laughs> well, for me personally, I'm not actually the artist behind this. Um, I come up with the ideas more so for the game um, and just random ideas. However, we did draw our very first NFT on a piece of paper, which actually is quite hilarious if anyone has ever seen it. I'll see if I can find it and I'll pin it. Um, but I'll sh we've done a post before where it has started from the bottom now we're here sort of thing, like how far we've come. I'll see if I can find it. But yeah, personally, I'm not the artist. But yeah, everything else. I'm helping we're, develop in the background. <laughs> okay, so so where does the inspiration come from to, I guess, um, you know, bring out these games or, yeah, what 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 motivates you? What's what's your drive? Just just to just be in the space. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we, my partner and I, Sean, we created this project together, and the actual inspiration of creating it came from when I went to Decentral Miami last year. And I, whenever I look at projects, I look at the utility it provides. And so I was just looking at all of these projects. And back then it was all profile pick projects, right? Well, most of them were that I was looking into. And I was just like, why can't I have more? Why can't we give more to a project? Um, and then Sean was like, well, we could. If, and I was like, yeah, let's just make one. So that's where it came from. And Sean and I are both also... Um, first person shooter game players so that's where the gaming part came in uh we used to in our downtime play call of duty and it got pretty uh competitive <laughs> he was really good compared to me but it was really fun um and then his friend was like why don't you just make a game why don't you just make a game we're like uh yeah because we can do that sure and he's like no i'll help you and then um he was like yeah i'll help you when everything goes on we're like okay but he's quite expensive so we ended up finding a game studio who was out helping us build our game and they're incredible um if you have watched our video that i've pinned to the top it is awesome and so that's where our inspiration kind of comes from <clears throat> we just keep building from there and we just want it to be a fun game um not just something that a lot of other web3 games they build and then they die eventually because the tokenomics just aren't strong. But we want the game to be first and foremost fun. And first-person shooter games are what I find fun. So that's why we built that. My gosh, the good the good old Call of Duty days. I, I gave it up. I gave it up. But I'm actually playing uh, God of War. The newest God of War is sick. You ever played God of War, Cece? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. I do want to know, though, how many controllers have you broken? <laughs> Games oh. is amazing. You play you play God of War, Maria? Well, funny thing is, like, I'm super into gaming, but I sucks. Like, I have to say, I'm bad at health. So I'm just sitting near my fiancé while he's playing. I'm like, go there. No, you have to do this, that. Um, I love it, like, a lot. It's such a great game, I have to say. I played that. God of War game since the very beginning. I think it was PS1 or yeah, maybe PS2 when it came out. And I've been following along with the whole storyline. And it's it's almost like you're watching a movie. Like they just get better and better and better with 
with everything. On those yeah, things. absolutely. Plus, I'm super into like the Norse mythology, you know, and with these two uh, games, wow, it's, it's it's so cool. It's so cool. If you're a freak like me, you're gonna love it. Hell yeah, that's awesome, Marie. I didn't know that about you, so that's pretty cool. So, space skellies or beat bands. What drives you to create? And I know you're not like an you know NFT artist, but where does where does the inspiration come from? Space skellies. I'm sure you know. Uh, um. So I'm not obviously I'm not the artist. Gluck Gluck is the artist, and he's a killer artist. Um, but uh, I can't speak on that because it's it's not my project, and and I but. I like to create information and create environments. I don't know if that's that sounds weird, but for myself, I can speak that um, when um, I get to do my show, I enjoy um, being able to bring some interesting points for people to think about. And I enjoy to collaborate with other people that have um, information that kind of like fits a whole picture. So I'm like the kind of person that enjoys puzzles being put together and being offered, being able to offer that information to people. But that, that's that. And what motivates me to do that is because I love information and I love knowledge and I love learning. So essentially all those things motivate me to want to keep hearing what's going on and learning from all those around me. Thanks, Vance. I respect that. I know you're not like, you know, one of the founders of the project, but just wanted to get your, you know, your, your side of the story, see what's going on. And we got rec news up here. If anybody I couldn't help it. Know. I hit the button. I, I told you I'm trigger happy. You got to tell me I hit the, I hit the accept. I'm sorry. We got rec news up here live from crypto Twitter. <laughs> live from spaces. B bands is glitching. Okay. Thanks. Thanks rec news. Appreciate that update. <laughs> Am I really? Or is I, I like, guess. Yeah. I apologize. Not sure. So I'll ask the next next question. And this one's um we'll start with Maria, okay? Where can a creator get started if they if they want to be involved in the NFT space? And let's talk about um let's talk about how they can get started in our ecosystem, uh, women from Cosmos. Uh just because I think uh CC could even talk about how people can get started on like the Ethereum side of the world. Oh gosh. Um uh, yeah, well, I first of all will say uh, go deep into Twitter. You have to do like a lot of research, do your own research. Um from my end, uh working for, uh, you know, like uh, speaking from women from Cosmos, I will say even just jump into our Discord. I have like a channel, you know, with the different step uh, from you know, started your ledger or your Kepler wallet and then you buy your first token and then you have to swap it and go to Stargaze and so on. So I have like an entire guide there. Um, but I definitely will say uh, just go and hang out on Twitter because, you know, a lot of people like they are not into the crypto space, let's say. 
they don't really know that the main thing, like everything is being cooked here in Twitter. Um, I've seen like when I'm talking to new people um, and so on, like telling them like, no, you have to come to Twitter and here is, you know, where everything is going on. You have all the info and so on. And they, they are really surprised like, oh, wait, but Twitter is still a thing, you know, like, and it's like, yeah, just come here. Uh, I will say that, um, of course, like spend a lot of time, like searching, uh, getting to know the projects, the people behind the projects, because, you know, as even in, in crypto in general, NFTs as well, uh, there are a lot of scammer, um, you know, rack projects at the end. So you really need to go deep, <laughs> um, you know. Um, and and know what what you're getting into, basically, I will say. Thanks, Maria. Um, Cece, how about you? Where can a creator get started? Uh, so I need to give a little bit of background, but <clears throat> oh my god, my voice. Um, we weren't originally meant to launch on ETH, so we were meant to launch in Terra. That's where we started our whole project. And then because of the Terra collapse, we were thankfully not actually caught up in it and we hadn't actually launched yet. Um, so we had to do the big jump over to um, ETH. And it took us a while. Why And why we picked ETH is because after getting caught up in that collapse, we thought, what is the most stable chain for us to go to? And I think if there is going to be highs, lows, ETH feels like it might be around. It has its glitches. It's not perfect. But that's just where we thought was a safe haven. And so back to the question, where should people get started? Ask questions. The main thing that people could do is just ask questions. Um, you will eventually come across someone that may not be great, but <clears throat> you'll find your space in this space. I'm so sorry. <coughs> I am still sick. I've been sick for a week. But, um, I'm sorry yeah. about that. I hope I, <laughs> I hope I didn't drag you into this space and you're like feeling pressured. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, I've been working all week. Um, it's just one of those stupid persistent coughs and runny noses. I'm not bad. My energy's here. It's literally just my voice is annoying. Um, yeah, so ask questions. Go into discords. Ask people questions. Close your DMs. <laughs> That is probably the biggest thing. Close your DMs because um, you will get spammers. But yeah, just like um, Maria said, jump on Twitter. You'll find your little wee niche within Twitter and then just start talking to people. Well, I'm glad that you guys avoided, <laughs> avoided launching on, on Terra. That would have been very difficult to, you know, navigate the, the the transition right after you're already like you know settled in into a chain um how how big is the team behind the project cc if you don't mind me asking no no worries um so we have sean and i who are the main contacts we've got a couple of advisors and then we've got the game studio and the game studio consists of about 35 employees from memory yeah Wow, but most of wow, heads wow. up is Sean and I, we pretty much do a lot of things. But then we've got really awesome community members. So they've just kind of stepped up and they just do things. And they're like, hey, can we do this? And I'm like, sure, go for gold. <laughs> just let me know what you need. Um, so we're really blessed in that aspect. That, um, we gaming, sorry, gaming NFT projects, um, they usually have a huge team. 
So you guys have 30, 30 over 30 people on the uh, like gaming side, developers yeah. and stuff like uh, that? Yeah, Game wow. Studio has about, I think it's 35 employees. We deal mostly with the um, owner of the company, but he has, I think, about 35 employees within that. Cool, cool. And um, Space Skellies, how about, how about y'all? Andrew, stop talking to me. So I'm trying to pay attention to things over here. Um, what was the question again? This guy where can, over here. Where, where can they create or get started if they uh, want to be involved in an NFT space? And it doesn't have to just be the actual artists, you know, um, fans. It can be anybody that wants to contribute, you know? Okay. All right. So let's, yeah, because you, you said I was going to co-host and now I didn't know that I was going to get these questions asked at me. I thought these questions were for the creators. I am just a it's person okay, that it's comes okay. in no and provides look, news look, look. and hangs out friends. with the community and stuff. We're but I will answer the question. I will, I'm not afraid. I ain't scared. Okay. So personally, I have been in the space for two and a half years now. And I think that I learned from YouTube. I'm not going to lie. I sat there and I had to make a whole bunch of mistakes to get where I'm at right now. So I did go through the whole YouTube thing, then found out, you know, how to install wallets, figured out how, and none of this stuff was like provided to me in a clean place. Like it wasn't like here, here's a charcuterie of like what you need to do. No, it was all of like everywhere. I had to kind of like go down the rabbit hole. So, um, for me, is a trial and error. I have to say that I made a lot of mistakes to kind of get to where what I've learned now. And I feel like I'm going to continue make, making mistakes as I uh, grow in my knowledge of the Web3. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, Vance. But I forgive you. You know, But it's you okay. Know, I'll answer all it, questions now. Now you, you got me on flick. I'm ready. <laughs> I, I like to hear your side of things because you're – you know, you're you're kind of newer to to the um the NFT space in regards of like with starting with a real project, right? So it, it's like this is my first your... time being part of a, like a team. Yeah, like yes. EJ was the first time was like, hey, come over here and hang out with us. You know, like this is my first time. But I was always just like buying NFTs and hanging out with everybody and being like you know super involved with the community. For, you know, just because I love this stuff. Exactly. So that's why I want to hear your side of things, because what if there's people in the audience listening in that are like, man, I love the NFT space. I want to get involved somehow, but I'm not an artist. Um, I'm not a developer. Like what other what other roles are there out there that I can get myself involved in? So that's why um, I asked you that question, man. OK, it. so you know what? Hold on real quick. I am a fundamentalist. Like when I do my analysis, I go by fundamentals and I like utility. So some people just kind of go through charts and they do their market analysis that way. I prefer to read the whitelist, find out about the community, about the people involved with you know the project, and then make my decision from there whether or not I want to be involved. And then I really like it if I if it has utility, I want to be able to use it. So I like functionality more than I like making money. I know it sounds weird, but it, if I'm here for a long time, you know you can't always make money. And as a contributor to the project, uh, Bands, what, what kind of challenges has Space Skelly's uh, come across? You know, I've been with the project since October, October, November. It's only December, like the beginning of it. So I have had like 
a pretty enjoyable time. It's been very smooth. It's been very, um, this has been a very good experience. So I can't, I haven't had any issues. We have a really good leader. So, and I'm just saying that because, you know, like it, I'm part of the team Skelly's because I really enjoy it. And it's because I believe in it, not just because he said, come, come hang out with me. I'll hook you up with some funds. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, I don't have to, it's not enough to be like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? That makes sense, man. That makes sense. Absolutely. Maria, how about you? Any challenges that you came across recently mm. or in the past? Well, I will say, for example, like starting uh, to creating this project in Stargaze as I was coming from Ethereum, which you have the lazy minting, you know, coming here to Stargaze, uh, you have to, you know, mint before Stargaze Studio uh, were released. Uh, you have to do your, your mint and your drop through coding. I had zero coding knowledge. <laughs> you know, I was like, what? This is Chinese for me. Um, but this, and I have to say that I was really lucky that I got in touch with uh, the dev who is been helping me since the beginning. And also to to create the community, I will say, because I came to Cosmos like knowing no one at the beginning. I have to say also that this community is the most welcoming ever, you know, comparing with other ecosystem. Uh, but... Um, Victoria. Uh, but yes, I will I will say that because you know, being a solo team at the end, apart of the help I'm having from from the depth, I think the problem or what is harder for me is first of all to build community at the beginning and nowadays uh, trying to find a balance, you know, between socials and also creating the art because I am also the artist and also, you know, balance with my, with my uh, real life also com um, commissions and work. So, yeah, I will say that. We're getting some DMs right now, Maria, saying that they love your accent. <laughs> uh, gosh, can I print that and put it on a frame because... <laughs> Seriously, every time I hear myself speaking, it's like, yeah, girl, there is zero doubts that like you are from Spain, like 100%. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, no, no, to... no, no. Don't be sorry. Hold on. Don't be sorry. You have a lovely <laughs> voice. This is who you are. People are appreciating it. All you have to say is thank you, babe. You know thank what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're 100% uh, true. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love that uh, you're having fun. <laughs> Maria, you got to meet somebody from Spain um, earlier this week. How was that? You guys had like the same, like the like a very similar accent. Well, actually, she's from Brazil. She's living in Spain, though. Um, you know, every time I hear someone like, yeah, Spain, I was like, yeah, wow. Because there is not so many Spanish here, I have to say, you know, like there are a lot of Latinos, but not a lot of people from Spain. But uh, yeah, I mean, I love that she came to our space uh, yesterday. Yes, my gosh, yesterday, Thursday. See, I don't know in which day I'm living. So um, all the ideas like uh, she brought into the table, I love it a lot. I got somebody messaging me saying I could listen to her all night. <laughs> I take that. I'm going to take that. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, Cece, um, how's your throat doing? Is it, is it all right? It's fine. Yeah. It's just pasty. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. 
So yeah, the question was, um, any challenges that you would like to talk about that you guys have come across with the with the project? But I mean, you kind of already mentioned the whole the whole Terra thing, but anything else that you would like to share? Uh, I think the thing might be trust. That sounds really difficult, and it's a hard one to go with. There's so many aspects to it. But <clears throat> building trust with your community, because you're just some random person on the internet, how are they meant to trust you? Um, and then the other thing is marketing from our side. So we're trying to get our word out there, and people approach you all the time in the DMs, like, give us $1,000 and we'll guarantee to sell out your project. And you're like, what? This is amazing. When you first get into it. <laughs> and then you slowly learn that there is a lot of scammers out there. Um, so, yeah, for me, I think a big challenge is trust. Um, I'm a very trusting person. So, unfortunately, I have been scammed quite a few times. <laughs> um, but I've learned my lesson and now I am a bit hesitant when people just message me in the DMs. So, um, yeah, that's my big challenge. Hopefully that didn't rug me. A little bit. I, I, I couldn't <clears throat> hear you for just like a few seconds, but. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I got a phone call. <laughs> but that, I think, is one you're big good, um, challenge that we've come across and obviously the market conditions. I mean, if you launch something a year ago and it could just be a picture of, um, I don't know, a rose and you had 10,000 pictures of this rose in different angles, it would sell out. So <laughs> that is one thing. Now that we're in a builder's market, it is tougher. You've got to prove yourself and you've got to work hard and you've got to actually be there for the community and stick to your word. So. That's one other thing. Thanks, Cece. I'm actually going to go back to Maria um, because she mentioned that when she got started on Stargaze, she had to contact a developer to help her launch her project. And mm -hmm. uh, now, Maria, has, has that process got, gotten easier for, oh, for creators? Oh, yes. Yeah? Uh, yes, uh, now with the Stargate Studio, it's like much easier. Still, you have to go and read the, you know, the docs and, you know, interact with Pinata or Pinata or whatever you call it, um, you know, NFT storage and so on. Uh, but then you don't need to, to do line coding, which for me is what I was saying. Like this is Chinese, I don't understand. Um, it's super easy. You can even, you know, like, um, what can I say? Like edit things. Like for example, if you start launching with a certain price, then you can change it. You can even apply like discounts and so on. So super helpful. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, and what other what other platforms have you messed around with? Just like like you know, just to test things out. Have you have you tried Omniflix? Have you tried Stash? Yeah. Well, I actually do have a collection in Omniflix, uh, which is called Women from Cosmos Special. But it's where basically I drop the exclusive pieces I'm creating for holders or for you know people who bids on the special action we had in the past. Uh, so I'm dropping all the, the NFTs there. I have to say, I love how easy it is to mint with Omniflix. Like seriously, it's the most uh, 
is the closest to Ethereum, like the Lazy Mint, which is basically you go and drop the picture, the video, the whatever, and it's done. Two clicks and done, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, OpenFlix, I love it. Um, what else? Well, Ethereum, which my gosh, I'm still um, thinking about the gas I had to pay to allow to have my wallet, you know, being able to mint things. Ethos is also super easy to, to mint there. And I think maybe with time uh, here in the Cosmos ecosystem, we're going to see like more or maybe the market that we already know, like maybe developing more, um, you know, make it more accessible to actually creators who really don't know about coding. Because we, we really need that. If you want, you know, more people to onboard and to join this. Yeah, I think that's important. I think it's important to have a very easy way to get started with, with any collection. If you're an artist, it shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't have to hire a team of developers to launch your project. So you're yeah, right about absolutely that. agree. I will say if you want to give it a try to the Cosmos ecosystem, go to OmniFlix. I 100% agree on that. It's super easy to mint. A team is super helpful. So you're set there. I think, Bant, I think it's time. It's a good time right now to um, go ahead and ask your questions. I think you have a few, a couple, right? Um, yes, I do. Uh, let me just give me one second. Just had a couple questions. Um, my first question was um, to whoever wants to answer first would be uh, what NFT projects or DeFi projects do you wish you would have like you were looking at, but you didn't get involved with? Um, would you have wish you had gotten involved with? But because you were being a little, you know, you know, cautious, you didn't. Okay, so the question is, what NFT project or, or, or okay, so what NFT project would I would have gotten involved in or invested in, mm-hmm. but kind of were like not sure about? Yes, you were speculative. You were kind of mm-hmm. like cautious, and then you were like, "Oh my god, it blew up," and, and you didn't get involved. Um, I would have. I would say the. Uh, the Annan's NFTs, the Annan's NFTs for me, the art looks pretty sick. I wish, I wish I would have gotten gotten into those a little early, because right now I think the, the floor on them is like around a thousand dollars. It's it's crazy insane. But just just for the art, just for the art, I would have gotten into to those uh, NFTs. Not not necessarily because of the utility, because of you know the uh, the the private Telegram channel that they got over there with some of the founders and some people in secret network. I just like the artwork itself, but to me, it, it's hard. It would be hard to get into that project now, just because of the floor price. Yeah, that yeah, that's it's it's that's a hard one, right? Um, does anybody else have? You know, if you could go back in time, what NFT or DeFi projects would you have been invested in that you were skeptical of at the time? Mm, from my end, uh, well, not skeptical. It's just like. I didn't was 100% into the art, but just for this sake of flipping, which I don't really never do that, but uh, I would have uh, mint bad kids in the uh, in the very beginning. And I didn't. Me too. <laughs> you know, and now it's like, Me shit, too. why I didn't? <laughs> you know? 
You said the bad kids word. Dang it, Jim. Maria, you said bad kids. She's right, and it's okay. She can be right. Um, Cece, were there any projects that you were looking into that you didn't get involved in and you could, like regretted it in the long term? Yeah, definitely. Um, back when I first started in NFTs, it was World of Women, which is an ETH project, and I was really, really looking into it, but the floor price at the time was like, hundred or two hundred dollars and I was like I don't feel comfortable spending that much on a NFT because I'm still new but now massive regret they've got a floor price of two ETH <laughs> and I just love what they're doing they're all about representing women um, offering equal opportunities inclusivity I'm just like oh I should have got involved and I didn't so massive regret <laughs> Oh my gosh, me the same. I was actually thinking about it, like in it, of course, Word of Woman. And actually that project along like that fellas, um, maybe rebels, uh, were the ones that really inspired me to create a woman from cosmos, you know. But yes, me the same, like I'm regretting, like I didn't went into them because now the floor, <laughs> the floor price is crazy. Um, yeah, I really love what they're doing. If you don't, if you haven't heard about it, it's a huge project actually in ETH and they're doing like really amazing things. Yeah, they spoke at Decentral Miami, which is what got me into the whole Web3 NFT thing. And I was just like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll go home and buy a World of Women. And then I was like, ooh, okay, maybe not. And now I'm just like, oh, my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> Cece, you were, you were just there in Miami? For real? Oh, no, sorry, last year. I was there oh, last year. Um, for okay. Decentral Miami. That started the um, NFT journey for me. Cool. I was there. Um, I was not in Miami, but I went to the Austin one. Uh, Decentral in Austin, and that was earlier this year. I got to meet a few people here in the community. Yopster was there, Sir Yopster, such a such a legend. He's a he's a big DGen NFT DGen. If you guys don't know that by now, so give him give him a follow for sure. I went to the um, Galactic Punks after party. It was so cool back then. Uh, yeah, I'm crying about <laughs> not having my Terra anymore. Mm. You bought a Galactic Punk, is that what you were saying? Oh, yeah, I had a couple of Galactic Punks and then, oh, sorry, the, yeah, no, yeah, Galactic Punks and then we went to the after party. It was so awesome. I had such a good time last year, obviously. That's awesome. Okay, so I have one more question and then um, we can go back to gains. So when you guys find a new project, what are you looking for and why? So, like, what gets you... Like, okay, I want to be, I want to buy into this project and why? Like, what key things are you looking for? Mm, I can jump in if you don't mind, Cece. Uh, I will say, first of all, who is behind the project for me is super important. If the team is docs, for me, it's even better. Um, then I have to say, like, art in, from my side because even if I started in NFTs uh, like an investor nowadays, I'm buying because I like the art or I want to support certain project. And then if what they're bringing, you know, is really new, they have, you know, future plans and most important, they're going to be able to accomplish them. Yeah, I will, I will say that. Great answers, great answers. Um, Cece? 
when you're looking at a new NFT project, um, what makes you, you know, what are you looking for and why? So that you can I get pretty much agree with everything Maria said. Um, docs for me is also very important. I check out their Twitter feed and listen to their most recent spaces because if you if they're not comfortable getting on the mic and talking in this um, builders market, then it makes me worry. I'm like, why are you not comfortable talking about your project? Do you not believe in it? Um, so that's something I always look at. And what they're doing, what they're building, utility is really important for me. Um, you could have some really crappy art and I'm just still like, as long as what you're building is awesome and there's future proofing behind it as well. Um, <clears throat> so that's also very important for me. Sorry, I'm going to stop talking just because my voice is dying. No, you sound great. You sound great, honestly. You sound great. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to answer the last question. And I'm going to be 100% honest, only because I'm a D-Gen. Um, I literally go and check the community. The first place that I go is to check out the community and see what's going on, what's the sentiment, how the people are interacting with each other. And even if it's a small community, like, is there is there richness? Is there something of value that this community is bringing to me? And then I get involved. And you know what? I've been rugged and whatever. But I'm going to keep trying this um style of uh finding projects until i find it you know what i mean so like the same thing with the raccoons i found the raccoons i kind of vibe the community and i realized oh i am a raccoon and so i got a raccoon everybody's welcome in the in the rat community um you, you don't necessarily have to have an nft to be part of a community right i think that's an, an, a really important thing here to to mention is like you don't have to have an NFT to be part of a NFT community. You can just hang out and, and contribute or, or follow the project and, and get involved somehow. So for, I, I kind of want to add to that too, though. Like for me, when, when I look into NFTs, for one, the art has to stick with me, right? I got to find, I got to find like something interesting in the actual art that I, that, that just pulls me to it. So that's one. And then two, obviously, yes, community is super important. Got, it's got to be active for me if it's if it's not active if they're not uh you know talking about this talking about that i'm like ah, I, I don't want to be involved with the boring nft community um and yes obviously like if there's some sort of utility i look into that and and i and i also look into like like some, the roadmap if they if they have a really big lengthy roadmap they're saying they're going to do this and do that and it's kind of like they they might like over over promise and not not deliver on it. Then I, I stay away from it. It's, it's gotta it's gotta be gotta be a good team behind the project. Well, that's all the questions that I had. But um, I do see somebody requested to speak. Gaines, you have a few more questions you'd like to ask before we yeah. open it up to the crowd. Yeah, just a couple. So, what what tools are missing in in the space that would um enable creators to do better? So I I don't know if Maria wants to go or Cece whoever mm, i will go back again on being able to mean without needing to know coding like seriously i'm so sorry if i'm repeating myself but for me it was a really huge shock you know like no you have to do it through line goals. i was like <laughs> good luck uh, you know so i will say that 
<laughs> yeah. And I will say also like uh, to keep going these initiatives, like having different spaces and being able to really know who is behind the PFP you're texting every day, you know, that is really important. Maybe a platform where we can speak, but we are actually having it. You know, this one is an example. Also Tank, which is in the audience, he is doing really amazing interviews with different projects. Joe, also the original one. <laughs> the original Joe, uh, also as well. So from that end, I think we're really lucky, but maybe I'm missing, yeah, like tools uh, that you don't really need to have uh, the coding knowledge to to go ahead. Cece, would you like to um, kind of add to that one? No, I think that's a really good answer. Um, yeah, it would be nice to have a one-stop shop. This is how you do it sort of thing. Um, because a lot of people don't have the knowledge, but say you're an artist and you've got really awesome art and you just want to get it out there and start an NFT project, you're like, where do I start? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there was a nice one-stop shop where you've got a whole lot of, this is something that Sean and I actually talked about, like there was a job for Web3 um, board, like I don't know what the equivalent is in your country where we've got Seek, and it's just a whole... Um, this is where you can go and find a whole lot of people that do X, Y, and Z in Web3 and you can just grab them and ask them, hey, what's your price? Um, can you do this for me? And just make sure that they're actually legit, so verified um, a kind of platform that's verified actually good workers. Cool, cool. What about you, Bands? If you would like to, if you'd like to, Bands. No pressure. Uh, I mean, that's kind of like... I don't know if I, I don't have the right to answer that question, I feel. <laughs> I think one day, though, I think one day, Bands, we'll see you launch your NFT collection, and I'm, I'll am i be looking forward no, to that. No, 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 no. What? I like poetry, I like writings and stuff like that. I, I'm into the, like, the whole, you know, how the like token is trying to, like, make people's publishing uh, tokenized so that they can take their publishing work and essentially, you know, transfer you know, ownership of it. I like that. That's interesting. But the NFT, I'm not an artist. Like, I, what NFT am I going to do? That, that like, I just can't. You know what I mean? I, how, how disrespectful to the truths, to the true artists. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I think you could, if there's something that you would like to do, like launch, like a, a type of collection, you could always collaborate with an artist to help you launch something that you would like to do. So you don't have to actually be the one, you know, creating it. But if there's something you'd like to do, just partner up with an artist and boom, there you go. You have know? you seen how much work these NFT projects have to do? These yeah, founders? but that's because I mean, I it's know, like a not? lot of work. I'm just saying. You know? but it's I'm just saying. <laughs> you don't have to start big. A lot of these projects, they start huge. They start big, right? Freaking 3,000, 4,000 men and blah, blah, blah. Like they, they start huge. But look at Maria. Maria's a one-man team. Not one-man team, but one-woman team, right? So she she did her own collection basically basically all by herself. She doesn't have like a, a big team behind it. So you can start small and get big. That's what I just got to say. 100% agree. Plus I started with 42 pieces. So it's like not even 100. That's still Plus. a lot. That's still a lot of pieces in my like after you hit the 10 mark that sounds like a lot of pieces of artwork <laughs> that you have to like put together. And I have a lot of respect for that. But what about a one-on-one session with you? You made it as an NFT. 
and people can have access. I mean, because we tend to think about NFTs only mm, like GP, you know, like uh, pictures on song, they can be music and videos, whatever, even, you know, one-on-one session with someone. Why not? A blush. Go girl, go girl. <laughs> Listen, let's go to the next question. I'm blushing. This is just too much for me, babe. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, fine. Um, where do you see this NFT space going in the next like two to five years? How about we start with CC? I'm picking on you, CC, today. Oh, oh good. Um, I just see it as part of everyday life. Um if you think back to, I don't know how old anyone is, but when in, the internet wasn't a big thing and now look at us, we're all talking on the internet. We're doing things all through the internet. Um, a good example would be that NFTs are used for like couriers, things like that. Um, it's just there's no limit to what NFTs could be in the future and it's just going to be a normal part of life. So that's where I see things in the next two to five years. Go ahead, Maria. You're good. Yeah, no, I 100% agree on that. Like, I think they're going to become like a normal thing. I know uh, nowadays, like NFT sounds, uh, I mean, for us, you know, or normal doses every day. Um, so, but for normies and from people um, outside crypto and this space sounds like scam. Um, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of hate, but I'm sure that in few years it's going to be like, I don't know. For example, in gaming, NFT is going to be like you're buying your scheme and that's it. It's going to be super implemented and it's going to be normal. Dance, how about you? Two to five years, where do you see the space going? The NFT space? Yeah. So, I mean, I spend a lot of time in the news and I spend a lot of time reading about what, um, you know, major corporations and projects are doing and how they're trying to in- implement NFTs as assets to their projects. And I feel like, you know, the art, we're going to be living in a tokenized world. I think that's a little bit farther from, you know, five to 10 years. But um, I do think that the major the major players are going to have a, a pretty good grasp of the um, NFT community in a way that, you know, I might not like, but it's like Amazon and Google and Microsoft. I just, it's unfortunate, but that's just how I feel. And I hope that, you know, I didn't offend anybody by saying that, but I just see how much they are, you know, Warner Brothers launching freaking Lord of the Rings, uh, freaking NFTs that nobody even cared about. And then they tried it. And then like, and then they did it again uh, with even the, these were like metaverse ones, NFTs. Then they did it again with um, their other collection for the Game of Thrones dragons. And I just feel like they're just trying to get a grasp and and get a hold of it. And that's what I think is going to happen. But um, maybe I'm tripping. Awesome. Um, I got Tank up here. Tank, did you have a question or did you want to add to the conversation? Because if if you do, if you do have a question, that's really important. Go ahead, man. I'll, I'll give you some time. No, I just want to quickly jump in and say thank you guys for speaking. Your guys is thoughts on things. I really am enjoying it. Uh, and I just wanted to encourage uh, BBATs. Like, I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist at all. And I agree with Gaines and everybody else. Go for it. Do it. Put your neck out there and just collab. Put something out there. Like, you know, get together with Maria and everybody else. You'd be really, really surprised. And that goes out to everybody else as well. Like, you'd be really surprised 
uh, you know, what you can do and, and the feedback that you get. So I just wanted to jump in real quick and encourage you. Uh, I love the conversation. I got to step back down, though. I got a Christmas party I'm doing. And I'm listening to you guys during my Christmas party. So, <laughs> Bro, it's not even Christmas yet. What the heck? It's our company Christmas party. We're, yeah, okay. everybody's traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, dude. Thanks, thanks for coming up here, Tank. Um, thanks, Tank. I, I think right now would be a good time to um, go ahead and give the creators up here and artists a uh, just a, just a few minutes to kind of like shill their project. Like, not saying shill in a bad way, by the way. Like, just like just talk to us about your upcoming uh, launch, uh, Maria. If I'm not mistaken, I think I've seen that you're you're coming out with a, a new collection, correct? Yeah. Um... Sorry, I was uh, I was texting in the in the DMs. Um, yeah, actually, I'm coming really soon. I did it, I think, yesterday on my personal account that I'm gonna share a news soon about uh, my upcoming collection. I'm just gonna say, and I think this everyone's gonna love it. That it's gonna be the first time that I'm fully opening the doors to the women from Cosmos Universe. Uh, I'm coming with a Christmas drop. I'm coming also with a bigger collection. And I don't know, I just wanted everyone to have the opportunity to really have a little piece of the universe I'm building. So I'm so excited. Uh, also, you're going to see really amazing links to other projects that you already love. So, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Just keep an eye on this account. Thanks. Thanks, Maria. Cece, how about you, Cece? Hate doing the shows. <laughs> I always get Sean to do them for me. Um, but if you don't know about us, we're Flight Force 4. We're building a play and earn, rent and earn, first person shooter game. Um, if you're not into gaming though, we've also got a metaverse platform that we're integrating our 3D characters into. Uh, we actually did the beta testing. Sorry, I don't even know if that's the right word for it, but we were doing testing this morning, which was quite fun. Uh, there was a couple of problems. And so it's quite good that we can do these testings now and then send them back to the builder. Hector, who is the founder of the Zombie Social Club Multiverse. Uh, what else are we doing? We've got an incredible two-token system, which I know that B-Bands has read about it in our white paper. She's awesome with white papers, guys. If you ever need someone to read something and give you some feedback, just send it to her. We also have our NFT pitch deck, which is something completely different, but our um, holders are our investors. So we want you to know what you're getting into when you buy a Flight Force 4 NFT. So there is a pitch deck. Check that out. That's on our website. Uh, and also we are minting now our Helios collection and we are going to mint a collection on Stargaze, which is our serum collection. Uh, we are minting by planets and each planet is going to be on a different chain, which is quite cool. Um, and the other thing, we are actually, sorry, sorry, shameless show here, but we are trying to be the featured collection on stargaze at the moment so if you are staking five thousand stars please vote for us we'd love to be up there um so thank you so much for giving us this platform to talk little gains it's been awesome to chat with you i really know that sean wanted to get on a space with you too but he's not a woman so <laughs> he was <laughs> <Ha -ha. laughs> yeah too bad I, I only invite ladies to the uh, nft um uh, spaces so you know just part of being a, a little raccoon you know just kidding I, I i do i do the uh cosmos nfts share and chill spaces from time to time so we'll bring those back out i just need my need my wingman marty to help me out with those 
Hey, um, but let's uh, let's go to Gabe. Gabe has his hand up. Much appreciated. I, I do have a question for the projects on the panel. Um, it, I know with the current market situation, it does seem as though these terrible regulators need to be regulated, obviously. But with regulation and with security as was the biggest question before this uh, FTX downfall. That was one of the biggest questions and focuses on panels of NFT projects that I was actually enjoying hearing answers to. What preparation or legal counseling or discussions, I know it's different stages for different projects, have each of you um, taken as approach of consensus whereby um, where you're at, has it been? Are you in the conversation stage? Have you discussed it? Not worried about it? I would just like to hear from everyone on the panel if that is okay about where you are with that. Um, so I know for a fact that uh, our our founder has, you know, had his conversations and made sure that even to the point of licensing to make sure that the images that we used were. Um, allowed to be used and they weren't just used because, you know, we felt like using them. So I definitely know that there has been some kind of counsel on the, on EJ, the founder of Space Kelly's, I am um, a team member only um, in that form. But as far as anything further from that, um, I'm not sure because I'm just a team member, but I do know that he took um, some images down because they were not, uh, you know, they were not licensed properly or, you know, making sure that, you know, they they weren't infringing upon somebody else's artwork. And uh, from a financial standpoint, from like the logistics of like how the sales are going and things like that, has that been um, discussed on Space Gillies? Wait, um, can you, what do you mean the, how the... The what do you mean? Like, if the financials are like open for if everything, you're, if you're, if you're, like, are you worried about being deemed a security? Like, would you, would you feel because that that's? Oh, you're talking about that the tests or whatever the Howie test. You know, if if the project security, you know, um, I'm not gonna. I don't know a lot about that, sir. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, try to bullshit you through this conversation, but um. I do know that I am in the Space Skellies project, and I do know that I have a founder that is very, you know, aware of what's going on and very aware of the, you know, making sure that we are in regulation. So if you want to talk to him about that, you can definitely hit up EJ at Space Skellies um, on Twitter, and you can kind of inquire about that. But as far as the other project, I don't, I don't know, sir. I definitely, I definitely won't be hitting an anyone up on their projects. It's all due respect. A lot of the projects, all projects, in my opinion, on the Howie test are missing the mark and are complete bullshit on actually being securities with all due respect. And I just like to know where people are with their progression on where they are with their project. I don't, I, I don't sit there and bash any project in specific how like any specifics i just know uh from my personal standpoint i just think they all are missing the mark on the howie test but that's not my place to sit there and say they are it's i just like to see and i think it's it, i think it's great for audience members to see how transparent it is 
with how much planning projects have done methodically have done throughout the Howie test and things like that. So like the discussion that has occurred on, you know, making sure trademarks and other things like that, I think it's amazing. And the great thing about it is, is I do think when things do come to par, um, you know, a lot of these projects who are successful could possibly buy out of it. But if it goes bad, it I'm, I'm just trying to get Gabe, general, Gabe, general Gabe. consensus. And so hey, I can hear it. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. I'm sorry, Gabe. I think I muted everybody on accident, bro. <laughs> I don't know what. The, I'm sorry. No, you're, you're good. I, I apologize. I, I, I'm not trying to come off like as aggressive or anything. I'm sure any I think these I think these projects are great up here as well. You know, I wish I had. Wait, can I ask what your specific question is, though? Like, do do you think your project passes the Howie test? Is that the question? Like, do you, are what have you done for legal counseling for security? Where are you at? Not my question. Uh, where are you? Like, have you discussed it? Have you thought about it? Where I think it's great for the people in the audience to know if it's been on your mind or if you're whether or not you're de deemed a security. I don't know where you're at. I don't know your team. I'm not involved with your team. I'm involved with other teams. I know these discussions occur. I know these things occur. Has it happened? with and for you like has i'm just a rando i'm not on any team i don't know <laughs> i wanted to talk about something else completely different my issue with that i just i'm sorry i'll stop talking about it after this but like my issue with the howie test is that it's from 1933 and we're talking about technology that's happening uh right now and i know that that is like a legal minefield and i'm sure it's on everybody's mind especially because of the current events with ftx and his relationship with regulators, his opinions with on regulation. Um, I think that with NFTs, it's difficult because the Howie test is basically like, are you promising people something that you can or can't deliver on? That's basically like when, when you boil it down, because if I remember correctly, it's some dude trying to sell like orange grove fields or something in 1930s. I, I don't know. But like I've, I've researched it a bit but yeah i think that's a terrible <laughs> argument to say that something's old therefore it's not relevant but i think it should be it should be something that people know about and that's just fine if you're if that seems like it, it's good for people to know it's like hey it's not something we're addressing that's good to know because i mean you may not be affected by this in the future i mean regular the regulators yeah also keep in mind that that's also a u.s it's a u.s based law oh, oh i work i work with everyone all around the world if you something happens in the u.s the rest of the world reacts to it the whole world market reacts to it so i'm just letting you know respectfully that's it's that's extremely relevant even though even if we don't want it to be we'll agree to disagree gabe well then you don't have much experience in why are you so mad for? I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> Gabe, 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 Gabe. Let's let. let. Oh, okay, so I'll Gabe, answer let's, the let's, question. Let's, yeah, I think um, you asked the question. So and, we, um, sorry, I don't handle the technical side on our side, but um, that's handled by my co-founder Sean. We are a registered business in New Zealand. We set that up before we even decided to start selling NFTs. He's had legal counsel with the New Zealand legal team, and we've also had counsel with a American legal team. I can't tell you the details because I wasn't involved in it, but I'll let you know that we are doing our due diligence in the background. For you for the feature, yeah. So I love what your answer is. Pretty. I mean, I'm okay with no answer. A non-answer is a good answer to me too. That's a, but that. 
just the fact that you're addressing it, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think all the projects here are worth being, you know, at least with an advisor and consultant related to that. Because at the end, we're not just NFT projects, we're building here a brand. So I think I can speak from all of us that we're working on it. From my side, I'm not in US, um, working with a consultant in Portugal, which is, thanks God, much friendly about crypto and so on. So, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Thanks, guys. I like that you um, came up and asked the curly questions. Uh, a lot of us maybe not be technical in this space, but we're going to get thrown these questions in the future. So thanks for taking the time to come up and ask. No, I appreciate the answer. Um, it, your answers incentivize me as soon as I can get on my computer to go make that vote for you to be featured. Um, I love what Stargaze is about. I'm really bullish on it. I want to see, um, you know, what I, I want to see this space grow in the right direction so like these hard things need to come to pass and i mean it, it's just growing pains in the nft space because the end of the end of the day um women from the cosmos is completely correct it's not just a picture nft project there's there's just a lot to this R really quick guys um so we have that poll running right now and if you participate in that poll i pinned it here to the top of the nest uh, we'll we'll put you in for a drawing for some nfts so just wanted to put that out there. We'll go to uh, live Lipster next. Livestar. Livestar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. No, I just wanted to. Who was the writer who was talking about poetry? There was oh, me. That's me. I like have. I have like poems galore. I love oh, poetry I love and writing. I'm a writer too. Yeah. I I was just thinking like, I don't know. I I have. I think that like NFTs are moving in a direction where they're going to be much more creative and much more like pushing the boundaries of what we think they are. And I think you should, I mean, I know everyone's been telling you this, but like, don't rule it out. I think it's something that that could be really exciting. And like, when you were talking, I was thinking like, what if there was some kind of like magnetic poetry NFT where like you can curate the words and then people mint words and then like they can put them together to form poems of some sort and then like i don't know it just like kind of like popped into my head as you were talking but yeah also like people said you know like there's projects where the person writing the lore is just as imp important as a person creating the art and it's sort of like you know lore. i love lore yeah me too I'm a lore. i wrote some lore for the space skellies so you guys are gonna hear it you guys will you guys will see it but i wrote i wrote some lore for the space skellies I love Lord. Awesome. But anyways, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I hope that it becomes like another way for writers to make money because, you know, it's it's hard, it's hard, it's rough out there for us. But I just want to just encourage you. That's all. And it was it's good to listen. I've never heard of any of these projects, so it's always exciting to hear. You know, learn about new projects and yeah. Well, Lexi, I gave you a follow. Definitely. I was going to sure. say, definitely give these um, ladies I'm up here a follow. You out because um you'll you'll find it you'll find it really interesting in the projects that they're that they uh, they have launched and also the ones that they're interested in um for sure definitely follow women from cosmos even a tago up here face skellies and uh, obviously cc yeah, Nintego the brain. Nintego the brain. Like, <laughs> I feel like when Nintego enters the room there's this giant brain that comes with her. Hey girl, yeah. how you doing? She's so smart. And I saw Victoria's secret, like that 
that was what drew me in. I was like, what's this? I was like, is Victoria's Secret doing NFTs? That would be like nightmare fuel. But <laughs> no. <laughs> Seems like a really cool project. So yeah, she's not you. here with us right now. She was having connection issues and she she already actually dropped off as an audience, as a listener. But yeah, she's got her own collection, which is pretty cool. What's up, Natego? What's going on? Hi, everyone. I'm just enjoying the space, and uh, I wanted to just contribute on my thoughts on where I think NFTs will be in the next few years. And you'll be surprised my take is kind of different. You know the way cryptocurrency has evolved and um, the mainstream has got a different definition of blockchain and crypto, and they keep pushing the bounds. Like, I mean, only this week we're reading something about Brazil and their definition of cryptocurrency to include loyalty points and air miles. I believe NFT will be redefined and it won't be anything we think of today. And it will be what Disney wants it to be or what FIFA wants it to be. For example, right now, this current World Cup, well, I don't know anyone who follows soccer, but though usually you have um, cards of players and points and all that. This year is all NFT. It's supposed to be on Tezos, but it's not on Tezos. So they have a way of giving you the impression it's an NFT, but when you expect it to work like other NFTs where you can transfer it or sell, you see it's not quite the same. So I'm getting to the, I believe that the NFTs as we know them today, the way you can transfer them, the way you can move them, buy, sell, is going to be uh, is going to be redefined by big corporations and them um, who will probably be shouting in a small space like, "Hey, that's not an NFT," but mainstream is going to believe it is. That's what I think because they kind of t- come into every space and take it. Like you have blockchains that are not blockchains. You have, but they are called blockchains. They call them. Uh, they they put another spin on it and call it uh, private blockchains. But the whole concept of the blockchain was supposed to be public. But that's what I expect to see with NFTs too. Not popular, but hey, it always happens and likely to happen again. You can't deny the smarts with this woman. You just can't deny it. I'm sorry, you just can't deny. Cannot be denied. Thank you, Nutego. Great insights. I definitely want to just point out, I love the growth of the women in the NFT space. I think I, I, I do have to say when it was the crypto bull run, it was uh, very toxic and off-putting. Um, but the NFTs, I think, have been extremely welcoming for the women. I don't know if that's what's drawn you in initially. Um, I, I definitely you know would like to hear... Um, from the women on the stage of what what was it? Um, it's, just, it's the same question that could be asked to men. It doesn't matter as well. But what initially drew you into the space of crypto? <laughs> For me, gold and Bitcoin. It was just moving <laughs> from gold. It was simple. I, 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 was already, I was already investing in gold. And when I heard about Bitcoin, I was already in IT. So like, wow, that made more sense. And that was it. So... Then the first thing I did in cryptocurrency was mining. Getting ASIC miners and mining, mining on my computer, trying out everything, like literally trying out everything. I can't, I, I've tried anything you can think of in crypto, I've tried it, except minting an NFT. That's what I haven't done. I mean, my own project, but everything. 
ERC20, Crypto Nodes, Litecoin Mining, Bitcoin, uh, Dash Mining, ASIC Mining, um, all sorts. Tried it all. So really and truly, it's um, the excitement of uh, money being in the hands of people. Like I said, the understanding of gold and then Bitcoin, it was just like a better option. Because you, you buy gold and you have to get it secured. You have to get it in, in storage or one thing or the other. But having Bitcoin and understanding computers, like, wow, this is it. This is good. So it's just from there and just emerge from there, really. I love your answer. It makes me feel like I, I, I was just thinking today, gold or Bitcoin is what gold wishes to be. That's a strong statement, but I was like, I was, I was like, say that. yes, yeah, it's better than gold. Because think about yeah. it. Like, I always say this. What if tomorrow you, someone finds a mine full of gold? The value of gold will go down. Right. But there can never be any more Bitcoin. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe, you're breaking up for me. Is is he okay for you guys? He's no, not he's breaking rugging. up. I'm just... rugging. You're, you're rugging, Gabe. You're rugging. Listen, I pro I let um Satoshi um Sajoshi Nakabozo, the second Sajoshi? J is silent. No I've way, been working no on pronouncing it properly. I just want hey, to uh how are you? to just real quick play devil's advocate. You could find a cave full of gold tomorrow, but you could also get hit by a CMB or some other sort of solar blast that fries the electrical grid, and then there's no computers, and then there's no Bitcoin. So just saying. Exactly. I was just going to say that. But my own take is this. Um, when Satoshi said 21 million Bitcoin, he probably didn't realize there's going to be Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin Cash, um, Satoshi Vision, and all the other Bitcoin folks you've had to date. So the concept of Bitcoin being uh, scarce has been diluted from the many folks and um, hard folks you've had over the years. And so it's not entirely the same situation. Thinking about only Bitcoin being the only cryptocurrency is a different picture from us having everything from Bit Bitcoin all the way to Cosmos and all, to all the way to the, the next token that would, would launch tomorrow on Cosmos or Ethereum or Binance Chain. So we've kind of diluted that unique 21 million. So that's I think you kind of have to look at it from like, like the buggy versus the car when that first started. Like there's, there's, it's really impossible to have that sort of foresight because there's so many variables that change as time goes on. Like Absolutely. you could never predict when he was coding that what 2020 would be and what we're building now in 20 more years, what that's going to be like. Elon is about to put fucking AI in all of our brains. So just like sit and simmer on that for a minute. Yeah, that's a fact. So which means by the same argument that you can't really compare gold to Bitcoin. You should compare it to the whole cryptocurrency if you're going to compare scarcity because each cryptocurrency is fulfilling an aspect of what Bitcoin plans to do or intends to do. So you, if you're going to be talking about scarcity of Bitcoin, you, it's, it would be wrong to look at just Bitcoin. Look at all the cryptocurrency and compare that to gold. And also too, like you can't just derive value from scarcity. Like just because there's not a lot of something doesn't make it awesome and useful, you know? Like it just oh, makes it rare because much. that's kind of how we're like trained to to kind of think of things, you know? Like gold is shiny and it's 
kind of rare so people put a value to it but like uh, yeah i don't it's just a it's an interesting mindset to to hear people have those opinions about it it's like well it's, this is things are changing it's kind yeah. of like burning people just mint a coin today and burn it tomorrow and think it creates value to me that's just a gimmick and i keep saying that if something is going to be rare it should be rare because many people want it because it's useful so I like yeah. There, there's it, a big difference between like creating like value and yeah. Like go ahead. If, if you burn your car up, it's not going to make the car on the streets more useful to the owner. The owner, the people who have their cars, the usefulness of their cars remain the same. So if you foolishly burn up your cars to try and make some other person's car valuable, it doesn't make sense. So burning tokens to make it valuable or to make it scarce is rubbish. Scarcity comes from demand and supply. That means you want it for something, not just to look at it or just to look at the numbers in your, in your wallets going up, but it has to be doing something. For example, stars now, stars. I need stars to buy and mint the next NFT. Maria has a collection coming up. Space Kelly has, a con- uh, has some um, 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 rockets on rocket ships that I, I, I want to get quickly. So I need stars to buy the NFTs to get me to the next stage. I need stars to buy flight loss NFT. So I need to get stars. So all of us want the same thing. So we are buying stars. That's creating a demand. And at the same time, every time we meet, stars are being bond. That's creating a scarcity. Now, that's a real economy, not just burning for the sake of burning and uh, um, assuming that because I made 2 million coins today, and today I just burned half of it. Then suddenly my coin is going to be worth something. If it's useless, it's useless. doesn't matter. I mean, you, you can put stickers on a car and get more horsepower out of it. You know, I, I, think, <laughs> I think people need to make the separation between just shuffling liquidity around and actually creating value, creating something that's going to attract more liquidity, not just taking liquidity from you and putting it over in this wallet and then moving it from that wallet to that wallet like that. Cause that's kind of a lot of what's happening and there's very little value actually being created. And I think that's what we need to focus on. <laughs> uh, I'm just amazed by uh, Nico. I'm I'm blown away. Nitego, Nitego. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's okay. She's my friend. I love her. She's. I'm awesome. not. I'm not live star either. You know what's funny though is someone else called me that today. Um, and I was like, you know what? Maybe that will be my name, live star. But Nitego, like you're blowing me away. Like, please write a book. Everything you just said, like I, my jaw was like dropped. Like I was like, whoa. Um, I don't even remember. Oh, my crypto journey slash getting into web three i feel like my crypto journey was very different than my web three journey so i got into crypto when i was like uh a teenager and it was like 2013 or so and someone told me that i could buy drugs on the internet um with (laughs) this thing called bitcoin and i got some and used it and uh bought some drugs on the internet and that's the first like experience i had but it like kind of planted a seed of like this is kind of crazy. Like it instantly made sense to me. Like I've always known that like people derive value because they put value on it. Like I I was trying to explain cryptocurrency to my friend the other day and she's like, I don't get it. Like, what is it? It's not real, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but what, like, what is gold? It's like sort of like shiny rocks that like people like, you know what I mean? Or like diamonds are really like rare really pretty reflective rocks 
you know, money is just printed out. There's no nothing backing it. And even if it was backed, it would be backed by the shiny rocks. So like it it's value to exchange for goods, like at the end of the day. And like that started to blow my mind that there could be a way to create that value that was not controlled by any central entity. And then I was in I was involved in like the New York um my god i'm like i'm so like blanking out the um wall street when we were like camping out there why can i (laughs) i was there for like a year i can't remember it for some reason um fuck my brain is is like fried it's been a long week but um occupy wall street i was a part of occupy wall street and that's when i heard a lot about bitcoin being used as an exchange of value and also julian assange accepting it well, you know, uh, WikiLeaks accepting it. And it started to to dawn on me that this could be something that would change the world. So that's kind of like what planted the seed for me. And then I kept dabbling in crypto for a long, long time. Didn't touch NFTs until like 2020. And it's because I saw projects. I thought NFTs were like a bunch of people that weren't like me that I wouldn't vibe with. And then I started seeing projects that really resonated with me and like, had communities surrounding them that were really inspiring. And then I, I like dove in head first and I'm like super into them now. So I don't know if you actually got it in the end. Uh, I came up to say it, but there's always that like couple second gap where you don't hear anything. I think the word you were looking for was occupy wall street, right? Yes, it was. And like, I'm like, I hate when I can't remember something that's like so obvious because like I was, yes, but like I was doing, I was a part of Occupy Wall Street with a few of my friends and that was like there was like a buzz of of Bitcoin at that time. Um and that was like when I moved to New York so that was probably around 2014 or so. But anyways, yeah. I knew about crypto, used crypto, saw how amazing it was for a long time, but didn't fully understand NFTs until much later on and didn't fully understand DeFi until much later on. So those two things kind of were like an unlock for me. Um, but yeah. TLDR drugs. You know, I'm so glad to have met you. I'm actually, I, I, I'm following you right now. Um, you know, the fact that you said that you um, were a teenager in 2013 made me feel very old. Um, but that's okay. This is a, a safe space for all of, all of us. Of all ages <laughs> it's very it's been a pleasure meeting you live sir it's been a pleasure meeting you too and us web3 writers gotta stick together so we should be friends okay so i'm actually b bands joe b bands on the bottom so i won't have to follow you from that account this is from the space scalies account so fyi okay cool hey we have um who, who came up here? Oh, no, never mind. Catraco? So, hey, Catracho? Cat, Cat, Catracho? What's up, Catracho? Cat How's it going? What's going on? Would like to share something with us? I was just uh, listening to that uh, story from Occupy um, Wall Street, was it? Yes. <laughs> I'll make sure I never forget that again. <laughs> yeah, Occupy Wall Street. I was actually a, a bounty hunter in those days. So same same time I started listening to Bitcoin, 
all the bad guys were getting away from me because they were making the switch. So I hated it, but it took me a while to understand it. Damn, that's fucking dope, though. That you like, are you so you were. Do you know Les Miserables? Like you were Javert, you were like chasing around criminals and stuff. Yeah, that was my job in those days. Oh my god! Yeah, you. <laughs> that see, the reason I love Bitcoin is the reason you hated it. It's like, it, like, not just for criminals. I mean, you know, pe- criminals have been using cash since the dawn of time. But like, you know, because it was like something that was not controlled. Uh, and I've always been a little bit of a, like an anti-authority type, so it, it it meshed with my it meshed my vibe for sure. Yeah, you know what? It took me a while to really come at peace with it because after a minute, you, you just start questioning: Why should a bad guy have more power than me? Why can't I? Why can't I have digital money? Why why do I have to be scrutinized myself too? So once it clicked, it clicked. Yeah, I think it's like, and I I kind of like am that annoying friend that won't shut up at parties about like <laughs> crypto and NFTs. If like, if it's a, you know, if people are vibing or they're interested, you know, just because like, I love to see that moment when someone like finally, like when they get it and like, it's it, like so joyful for me because it's sort of like, holy shit, like we can create something that's ours. We can create a better future it's actually possible. It's it, like, there's a lot of nihilism and just general negativity in, in the world today. So I feel like something that gives me hope is like what I, I really need that. And I feel like web three does give me hope, although there are negative moments and it can be really exhausting sometimes. Like the power of a te- the, this technology, I think is, is pretty incredible, but yeah, I'll stop taking up all the time. I want to hear about other crypto journeys. It's like my favorite thing to hear about yeah i mean all the all the bad things that uh all the bad things we can experience on any other platform we're gonna experience them with any new technology so it it just comes with the territory anybody else want to tell their story mine's really boring guys (laughs) well i started in crypto before way before nfts mainly because uh my boyfriend uh was you know investing into it and when he at the beginning i was like "Mm, what is this you know (laughs) but then when he explained it to me you know i i was like super into it Uh, we came from i don't know neo uh, ara uh, litecoin like i think 2017 before the huge bull run and then into nfts uh, i started before as an investor uh, pretty of them went really good. I have to say them, of course, have been rough in another one. I started in Solana, <laughs> funny thing. Um, but then uh, I started with my own NFTs as soon as I realized that they were a lot of one-on-one artists that I was already following, you know, in socials like Instagram and so on. And they were starting, you know, uh, sharing their, their projects, their art. I was like, hmm, maybe, you know, I should give it a try to this. And yes, it's not super exciting story, but well. It's nice. Uh, it's a good story. I mean, we've all started like that, and it's still a journey for all of us. But, uh, Gaines, I have a question for you, brother. 
Yeah, go ahead, bro. Uh, this last collection that I made was the Roqueros collection, 333 items that I hand drew myself and then I digitized them. Uh, it sounds like you've been around the block. I'm looking at your at your um um I'm looking at your at your Twitter account and it looks like you've been around for a while. I'm sure you've seen plenty of um collections that have come and gone. I just want to get your honest opinion, bro. I just wanted to see why you why you can see on my collection that you would do differently. Or anyone well, else too, or anyone whoever wants to, just give me any of, uh, well, an honest you, opinion. You, you're launching on, on OpenSea, or you have have you already launched? What's what's the status? Yeah, my release date was Cyber Monday. It 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 blew my mind, bro, because people really liked my project. Like it was, like it was overwhelming. Like so many people like. For giving me so many good um um good feedback, and I've I've uh sold and traded and done the whole thing. I've I've been doing like I think I got ten items right now, but um I, I wasn't expecting to sell one, you know. But yeah, it it was released a couple of days ago. Okay. Um, well, one thing right off the bat that I don't like is that you're saying that it's the first NFT backed by gold and diamonds, which to me, that's like, are, like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. You're really backed by NFT? I mean, you're really backed by gold and diamonds? That's correct. You can go into my media and see that I actually work as a jeweler. So how does that work? Can you elaborate a little bit? Yes, I'm going to be offering certain services with gold, silver, and diamonds. But that's going to be day by day. On my first two collections, I already offered a, a few items like unlockables you could buy from my regular collections. Um, I've been, have, I'm not recognized, so people don't see what I'm capable of doing yet. So I've been just concentrating on my day job, which is jewelry but eventually i'm going to be offering more services involving gold and diamonds and all that oh okay yeah the only reason i say that dude is just because there's so many projects out there that they're claiming to be like uh, this and that and for me to, to just see that right from the beginning it's like well I, I need more context here i need more information so I, I would advise that maybe you post um uh maybe if you could pin like uh, something on the top of your Twitter that will direct people straight to the Medium um, article that explains how this all works. That would that would be very very helpful. Or a website, or a website, because um, you don't you don't have a website up on your on your Twitter page. Okay, that's that's a um, valid input. And no, I don't have a website. Just my just my um, OpenSea account. Cool, cool. I'm I'm not big into OpenSea. I like um I like like a lot of the projects in our ecosystem here in Cosmos. So uh basically they're all like decentralized platforms for NFTs. So I don't know much about OpenSea, man. I'm I'm not sure. 
It's okay. We, it's okay. We're going to show you how to download a MetaMask wallet. We'll show you everything that you I have a MetaMask <laughs> wallet. I just rather, I'd rather support decentralized projects. You guys know me, right? So okay. that's how we do it over here in the Cosmos, bro. No, MetaMask <laughs> Meta is decentralized. It's fine. Um, but we can show you how to get into open seas, into the marketplace. You know what? The wakes. Don't you worry. We got you. You consider open sea decentralized? I, I don't know. I don't know about that. MetaMask is MetaMask. MetaMask, yes, but OpenSea is It's made by consensus. So, you yeah. know, the original builders of Ethereum. But anyways, we can we can have a history lesson later. Yeah, we're going to be friends. We're going to be friends. I love the sass and the spice. Hey, Kat, by the way, Kat, like, um, I, I do like the fact that you're putting in time that you're, you're hand drawing your, your collection. So that's one thing I like about, about it. And it's like, it's it's pretty unique. I don't think I've seen something like this before. I'll give you that, bro. Thank you. Yeah, I I think uh, that's one of the uh, reasons why people have been accepting my collection. Like they can see that I put a lot of effort, effort, just like you're saying. And and like I said, bro, I was not expecting to sell on my first day, and I'm happy about that. Congratulations, bro, for sure. Congratulations. And oh look, we just, have Rec Gang here. Before they before they start talking, please. No, please, I just want you to know, Rec Gang, know, you're gonna have to help show uh, Gaines how to put a MetaMask wallet. I have a fucking MetaMask. <laughs> All right, before he starts fucking shilling, um, I want to show myself. Okay, I want to show myself. Um, I'm collaborating with Trout. He's 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 the newest uh, member of Cosmos Spaces, and he really wanted to launch a a collection for the uh, Yumi Yumi protocol because he loves fucking Yumi, right? He loves Yumi. And I said, sure, why not? I'll, I'll let you take the lead on the project. So if you guys can help him get a little bit of exposure, I, I, pinned, a, I pinned a tweet up here on the Nest. It's the uh, Alpha Alert, Cosmos Spaces is collaborating with Yumi, blah, 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 uh, tweet. And I think it's in the voting period. So you have to have a minimum of 5,000 stars staked, correct? I, I, it's been a while since I've, I've done this voting Yes, 5,000 stars. Okay. So yeah, so if you go if you go to the Stargaze Discord um, and verify your wallet with Starrybot, you can um, go ahead and vote. If I'm not mistaken, I was gonna say the Cosmos the currency is is Adam, right? Yes, but this the the um, stars the collection is... will launch on Stargaze, so that's gonna be stars. Oh, I see. We gotta keep. We gotta get you up to speed in in the, in the ecosystem. Yeah, you know, I like just a deep dive on Cosmos because I like. I work for a company that does like multi-chain integrations, and like, from what I understood, it was like almost like a framework, sort of like Polkadot, where it's like people can build other blockchains off of that blockchain. That Correct. Right? There's there's a lot more that goes into this, but I mean. We have we have a ton a ton of utility over here on this side of the world. Uh, eventually, you'll be able to transfer your NFT that is on the native chain Stargaze to a different chain like Juno. So we we have interoperability that's that's coming to the NFT um, world. So anyway, but be before I, I just continue on with that, let let's give Wrecking the floor because we're we're re we're getting really close to wrapping up this space. So you got thirty seconds. You got longer than 30 seconds working. It's okay. Go, go for it. Yeah, I just joined for the culture, man. Um, I saw that poll you put up. That's why I buy NFTs for the culture. Also, I'm happy to see some uh, 
EVM friends here uh, from Polygon and Ethereum. It's nice. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And and the poll seems like it's it's gonna be swaying towards the community and the art side, which to me is kind of part of the culture. So there we go. Bro, I was just joking. You, you don't have just thirty seconds. He just said that because he didn't want you to show him how to do a MetaMask wallet, but that's okay. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about you don't it. have a MetaMask, <laughs> You need a MetaMask, dude. I have a MetaMask. All right, for the millionth time. But you're right. But, uh, I, I, there's having it and there's using it, right? If you don't use it, you lose it. Isn't that what they say? Um, so uh, how much do you have it? Like Every time you... I've used the damn MetaMask, uh, I've, I've gotten rug, bro, on every fucking NF, not NFT project, but other protocols. So I'm not using the MetaMask no more. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've gotten rugged every time you use MetaMask? It's because he doesn't know what he's... I know. Like, what? What? <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you? I'm interested to hear, like, what the story. Like, please. I haven't gotten rug. Just kidding. But I have <laughs> used MetaMask in the past, and when I when I did use MetaMask, it hasn't gone right. Like, um, you guys remember the Olympus DAO, Olympus Olympus uh, fucking protocols and shit like that. Like, yeah, I was I was big into those. Uh, I participated in Rome, and I got wrecked with Rome. Bought Rome at like three hundred bucks, and right now it's maybe like what. Five dollars. I got super wrecked with Rome. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I, yeah, sometimes the fees on uh, mainnet can be really like, like. Ugh. Yeah, absolutely. I think that he's more <laughs> uh, talking about the fees issue, right? Once you're starting using Cosmos and and Kepler and so on, you're like, mm, no, I'm not coming back to MetaMask at all. <laughs> I like. No, he's I talking about it. the token. The token, uh, like my the, life. Uh, token that was going up to a thousand dollars some time ago <laughs> and it amounts to nothing now. <laughs> oh yeah, but I, I love the Cosmos ecosystem, guys. Like, yeah, there's like very, very, very little gas fees here. It's amazing. Um, I'm excited to meet y'all. When I was doing research, I was trying to find Cosmos people. But like the thing I like about Cosmos, because I work in the Polkadot ecosystem, the thing I like about Cosmos is that the applications are separate from like it's like uh, their own, you know, universe, basically, where each thing is its own entity. But Polkadot, you have to run everything through the the main chain. So like it's not easy for people to use if they're not familiar with it. It's like very like. You have to transfer tokens, it, like it, you know, it's like annoying. But I've there's things I've used on Cosmos that I didn't even realize were Cosmos. If that makes sense, like that's hell yeah, I'm... dude. We will get you settled right in and um, walk you through different different DApps. Like we have so many marketplaces for NFTs here. We have Stargaze, which has like one of the highest volumes, and then next is Stash. Stash is the privacy. Um, uh nft marketplace so like when you transfer nfts to a different wallet it's all private um and then we have uh, a loop on juno network we have uh the hopers nft marketplace we have omniflix and we have a ton uh territory so yeah, yeah. but stargaze is my favorite <laughs> wait wait is the private i was just coughing stargaze <laughs> sorry <laughs> Is the privacy one you said stash? Is that for like uh, only because I'm like starting a sex work DAO and like I'm looking for options for people who want to do 
blockchain stuff that's like adult themed. So is yeah. that that's what you mean by? Yes, by... you could. You, okay. So on Stash, if you want to launch um, a collection on Stash, you can have one of the NFTs that is like viewable to the public, right? So when they click on it, they can see the first image and then they can have like a hidden image, right? Um, but on top of that, if the person wants to transfer the NFT to somebody else, it's private. When you list the NFT for sale on Stash, that's the only time when people can see your public address. But you could always just transfer it to a, another wallet, right? And, and it'll, it'll be private. But yes, there is a not safe for work collection on, Star, on, on Stash app if you wanted to go poke around. But most of, most of the time, you, they'll be like blurred. So you won't be able to you know, get the nice little preview. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm basically like I'm working with a few different people who are in like the sex tech space doing base, basically like trying to build some form of OnlyFans with with decentralized blockchain tech, because there's a, a lot of reasons why. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in learning more. So that's, that's super cool. I wrote all those down. Definitely going to check out Star dust stargaze stargaze thank you stargaze so like live star if you if you um can get to like kepler twitter you can um download a kepler wallet and that one it will help you interact with all of the cosmos chains so if you want to check out the stargaze nfts or any of the other chains i i definitely suggest trying the kepler wallet and it's k-e-p-l-r can we all can we all agree we need to like uh also start integrating leap and other wallets because i don't think kepler is the best way to introduce new people to the cosmos but it's the only way that they can buy stargaze (laughs) nfts bro i know that but that's what i'm saying stargaze people let's fucking get leap on the platform i think uh i think i freaking love kepler i don't know but at the same time, I, I think more wallet options is definitely a viable like thing to be doing. I just wanted to like backtrack because I was down and listening. But Gaines said um, on Olympus, I, I, I just I totally understand what happened there. That high APY and everything that happened in the bull market. Condolences for being over there. I'm sorry for the chuckle it's not really like you sit there in the bull run and everyone just kind of points fingers of like hi you got wrecked oh we're just fine hi you got wrecked it's like once you see people getting wrecked like that that's like a sign to get out because you're next to get wrecked and uh i do remember during that time in the cosmos ion osmosis and then that chain ion actually pumped because there was some rumor about ion doing something with olympus olympus was the big hype gabe we can't hear you bro yeah Oh, sorry. All right, sorry. I can hear him. Okay, well, let's go on to the next talk. Who's next? Uh, hey, can you hear me, P-Ban? Hey, I think I did my origin story. <laughs> oh, let's, let's originate. Like way let's back. get originating. Originate us. Well, I guess for us, uh, or for me, my partner has been in crypto for three and a half years now and he was doing all sorts of things and I was just like, nah, not interested. <laughs> doing my own girly thing and then we were going to go to Decentral Miami and he was going to go and I was like, you just go, like I'll do something 
that day and eventually he ended up getting a free ticket and so we only had to pay for one because damn these conferences are expensive and as soon as I got there I was actually just blown away um the incredible empowering woman in the space that I was I thought it was just a boys club so I was just like no I'm not even going to touch it and then when I saw them I was just like wow this is incredible I need to learn more and so I, I started my NFT journey and now I'm building my own project well our project so yeah thumbs up that's awesome Cece We got break news up here. We got um, Chris. Hey guys, um, do you have any questions for any of uh, our guests? Or is there anything you would like to chat about? Um, I was actually gonna say about the wallet thing. My actually first wallet in the Cosmos was Cosmos Station. I was actually like terrified to use Kepler. When I- Why? Okay, okay, so I was, I came in through Kepler, but what made you afraid of Kepler? Well, to be honest with Cosmos Station, I had it like it was like I could get online and I had it on my phone. I could see all my different blockchains, like literally like I could go and like see like each chain and delegate and do there. And I was like, why do I need this other wallet? I was like, what's the point of it? Like when I first got in and when I was like looking at stuff, I was like, why do I need all these stupid wallets? I just want to do one thing. Yeah, I haven't used Cosmos Station yet. I was like, Kepler lets me use everything. Okay. But um, <laughs> I have I, I should probably try it out though. So and we got my, my biggest problem with Kepler remains that I cannot transfer inside the wallet between addresses that I own. Like if I want to send some Adam from Adam or from Cosmos to Juno, like having to go do that advanced IBC transfer when they very well know what my you know Juno address is, like they very well know. I shouldn't have to go look that shit up and find the channel and all that other stuff. Like, just do it for me. Like, Leap does it for me. You well, know, um, I'm going to have to agree because they're, don't they have like, they have like a mixer that you can kind of put an address in there and it'll give you, like, if you put the Cosmo address in there, it'll give you what the Juno or Stargaze or whatever address for that chain on that wallet would be, correct? Yeah, you're talking about the Epoch thing, but what? But I'm just saying, like, I shouldn't have to do any of that just to transfer my funds. Like, that's the whole point of, you know, being IBC enabled is, like, other wallets are doing it. Come on, Kepler. Like, get with the program. Wait, too. Have you ever tried Polkadot? I want to, like, kill myself trying to do one transaction. Well, in that case, it sounds like Kepler is scammer friendly. Come on, Gabe. Well, I, I mean, I was trying to do some IBC transfers and things like that. And I know, that thankfully, when I went into a Telegram group, which that was the only viable way to talk to um, the team, the, you know, you're getting hit up with scammers immediately. And they're all there. So it is like I'm pointing out the pure fact that it is scammer friendly. They are trying to scam people there for that reason. Well, the higher, harder it, is, harder it is. So I got help from the team. But the other ones were... I was getting freaking bickered and pushed around uh, by, well, trying to be pushed around by scammers. So I just feel bad because there's people who don't, that are ignorant. They don't, I, I don't expect people to know what we know here in the space. There's people who are not coming to Twitter spaces and other things like that that are genuinely curious. Listen, I got burned many a time. So I guess we all got to go through fire to get to the beautiful part where the grass is hopefully greener on the other side, you know? Vance, have you actually used Leap Wallet? genuine question um 
and new. All right. Well, I want you to download it and make like a test Leap? account. Leap, yeah. It's, like a, it's, an old, it's an old tarot project. Yeah, it's an old Take tarot the project. leap. Take send, the leap. Send me, send me the links so I make sure that I get the right one, though. I don't want right, to. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Don't don't click on any. Don't send it to Space Skelly. Send it to. I'm mine. not gonna send it to. I know. I have your account. We DM okay. all the time. I want to send okay, it to you. My bad. My bad. Any link. Should he send me uh, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send her a profile. I wouldn't send Listen, her like a direct listen, link. I'm gonna send her an official profile. Peppy, he went and he bought me NFTs on. Let, let me tell you what he did for me. He bought me NFTs on Polygon. I tr- I sent him the money because I didn't have a whitelist, and he sent me the NFTs. So Peppy, I trust you, bro. I'm joking. Hey, hey, uh, really quick. Let's just be respectful to the uh, guests that we had up here. Maria, women from Cosmos, and uh, Cece. Uh, do you guys, if you guys want to just hang out with us and chill, you're you're more than welcome to. But um, yeah, thanks thanks for coming on the the space for sure. This was awesome, guys. I honestly feel like I'm not gonna keep it real, but this was like my, and now nobody take offense, but this was like my favorite woman space that we've had in a minute. This was like super awesome, super fun. Super informative. No, come on, Cece. No, 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 with the face. No, don't, don't break my heart. This was very good. You can't lie. I do women's faces every Wednesday. That's why. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know what I mean? No, no, listen, listen. You know what I mean? Like, this was really, really good. Like, you can't deny it. I love you, Cece. I love you too, Cece. I never met you, but I love you. I love you too, Cece. I love you too, Cece. We love you, CC. <laughs> oh my God! This is how this this is how I the love you. started, man. I swear, like we started trolling Joe, and next thing you know, Joe's a freaking celebrity. So watch, yeah. watch out, watch out, CC, watch out. Yeah, I'm gonna have like all these tags everyone's put on their Twitter. Hashtag we love you, CC. Okay, guys. Hashtag no. we love you, CC. Okay. All right, I just sent it out. Oh my goodness. I just want to say a huge thank you to Little Gains for hosting this space and the listeners. Like, there's people that have been in here this whole time, and that's commitment. That's two and a half, two hours and 10 minutes that you've been here with us. So, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I want also to thank you, gangs, and B-Bank for being here with us. Uh, everyone who's been here since the beginning, or if you just uh, jump into the space, I have to say it's been two hours, but for me, you know, time flies. Like, I'm having so much fun here. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part Cosmos Spaces NFT panel hosted by Lil Gaines. Recorded on Friday, December 2nd, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Laser beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the family. And on deck, we was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, envisioning the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders.
Others seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble-billion. Vision in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next. No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up. Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol, but it didn't matter. We was all hyped up when the pedal lit the metal. He just didn't have the right skill. Watched in the daytime till the night curfew. Rats in a cage till they make time to murky. Got a little job that falls under my purview. We gotta get this mob away from the birds. Gotta find cover, wipe off the bird poop Ride off the work while you try on the worst juice Blinded by perps who try to reverse truth Slide like Fox News just trying to lie to you Eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants I can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis Mock up a basement could call me resilient Waiting for the internet to make me a b-b-b-billion In the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next billion. Ten spaces.